Hi. 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 How are you? I'm so good. I'm so good. Haven't I'm actually not that good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Haven't seen you in a while. Oh, God. It's been... Well, you know, it's like they say... Um, I don't have anything. I don't know what they say. I feel like we need to open with a very serious, very, very serious and public apology. Oh, yeah. It's, you do it. So, ladies and gentlemen of the Bionic audience, we, <laughs> have, we have let you down. The Bionaverse. The Bionaverse. The Volcanoes. Mm-hmm. The Vulcanites. Yeah, we, uh, yeah the, the magma. People. The, yeah. Magmikes. Um, magmats. Magmats and magmikes. Mm. Um, we've let you down, guys. Um, yeah, we failed to record a show at XOXO after all the jokes about XOXO. And that was and because... About all the talk of XOXO. Unfortunately, we were too busy XOXOing. Um, Which sounds like a cop-out, but it's actually very true. Situations just transpired themselves to the point where we actually couldn't nail down a recording time without one of us being inebriated and I have a rule that I won't that I don't podcast drunk. Um however shh, no no don't talk about it. Yeah. There's a secret. We're not putting it in the show notes. I no, but I'm, I'm we'll, giving you a I'm link. gonna allude to it. There's there's a secret podcast that may matter to you if you are interested in XOXO um, XOXO brained Matt, Mike, and uh, for a good friend of ours, Chase Reeves. It's so mean to say this, though, and then not tell people where to go for it. Well, I dropped a big hint in what I just said already about the name of the show, but it's we, there's a show we recorded at 2am in our hotel room on the last night that's on iTunes. So, if you can hunt it down. Well, the, the I just want to look, If I were to recommend anyone... If, if anyone really wants to go on this quest, uh, the best way to do it would be to look at our respective uh, at reply streams. Yeah, it's all in there. And you also sent the link to someone, so people can just trawl through our Twitter accounts and they can find it. It's just, you know. It is I haven't it listened is. to it. I can't listen I won't. To it. I, I don't know what's in there, and I don't want to hear it. I know there was some nice stuff and some embarrassing stuff and some laughter, but I don't want to go back to it. Yeah. Um, XOXO was was an amazing experience. We shared times together that were fun um, with ourselves, with the group, and that we were a part of. Um, the conference was excellent. Um, Marco, Can't call it a conference, huh? Can't call it a conference. Well, they call it the conference, though, didn't they? It weren't the no, talks called the festival. festival. Yeah, but weren't the talks part called the conference? Well, whatever it was. I'm going to call it a conference. Okay. Um, the conference part, the talks, were excellent, as well as the festival part, too. Um, Marco uh, killed it for me. Um, he had an excellent talk about podcasting and the fact that he's building a podcast app called uh, Overcast. Mike is particularly excited because they show the command space art on the slide. Yeah, wait for the video. Um, I am. Um, there's a, so- there's a, there'll be a little Easter egg in the video uh, that I'll give away. So when you do watch the video, of which there will be soon, um, Marco says something about how podcasts are awesome. You will hear somebody in the crowd go, yeah! And then Marco says, that guy gets it. The guy that screams yeah was me. <laughs> I, I was very caught up. As if anyone would need to guess who did that. Yeah, well, you know, just letting people know. So when the video comes out, which apparently will be very soon, they're, they're, they're putting those together. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I was looking through the Twitter stream of XOXO today because I was wondering when they would do it and they, they responded to someone and said that they're working on it and it'll be very soon because I want to watch some of the talks again, especially Marco's, because I was very caught up in the whole moment and uh, don't really remember a lot of it. Yeah, I um, yeah, you had, you had a very sort of... Uh, it was a very magical moment. I was at the other end, so we, we, there were sort of uh, two columns of uh, seating and we were on the right-hand side and I was at, I was in the aisle seat, and you were at pretty much at the other end of our row. Yep. Um, and I remember Chase Reeves and I um, were sitting right next to Tom Gerhardt, and um, 
we uh, we all in unison saw the command space artwork at the same time, and everyone in our row, um, without sort of conferring about this, just everyone leaned in at exactly the same time at, just to look at uh, you, Mike. <laughs> and um, and it was just this look of complete and utter rapture that was on your face um, that this guy who's such such a sort of... Um, such an icon of our industry, probably is the best way to put it. Um, had your show on screen and was talking a lot about your industry, yes, specifically yours. And it was this look of boyish glee, like you were clapping, your hands were above your head, with a very serious <laughs> clapping, you know, with serious face, kind of like when that guy sings "Happy Birthday" too seriously at the office party, but right. in a very endearing and good way. It was awesome. It was. It was. It was just so. I mean, the whole conference. Um, it was. It was about really. Uh, people talked a lot about imposter syndrome. It's imposter syndrome. So the whole sort of feeling that you have to justify to people why you are there and why you're interesting and that you are worthy of uh, being spoken to. And um, but what? And as a result, as people were sort of coming past that, you were talking to people. Some of them are very, you know tiny personalities online or not personalities at all. And some of them are huge. And all of them were just very much talking about what everyone was building and all the virtue of that. And, uh, I mean, just, I can only imagine what it must feel like because it, it didn't happen for my industry, but I can only imagine what it must have felt like to have someone on stage talking in such a, an endearing and affable manner about, uh, something you care so intensely and personally about. Um, I was ve- I f- I came out of the whole thing and still am. And the more I think about it, the more I'm very fired up um, for what I do at the moment. And uh, I'm I've just got that, as you said, the vindication's quite quite a good feeling. That right. you know, I feel like I'm I'm even though podcasting's been around for a while, I feel like I'm in at the ground floor again because I feel like there's this whole groundswell this new like yeah. you know focus on on podcasting and this this form of media so yeah, it seems like we're on the cusp of something in in that medium you know and um i think it was ratified on stage last week that the people that are really an intense appreciation for and a very valid interest in podcasting and it's, it's just um it was it was awesome to have that happen for you um, from both from a personal and a professional standpoint, I was able to grab a couple of pictures um, oh, yeah. of the slides, uh, and I'll put one of those in the show notes. Yeah, I mean, so like you had that probably my biggest thing beyond the general sort of goodness of um, hearing just so many positive things about what I do or about what all of us do in terms of building things. Uh, the big thing for me was. Um, it was something quite a few people touched on, but very specifically Marco touched on it, um, as did Ev Williams and a few other people. Um, then Max Temkin, who made Cards Against Humanity, um, they were all talking about uh, the fact that our industries, we have a natural inclination to believe that what we do is a zero-sum game, that in order for us to succeed, that people in the same sort of space and in the same sort of vertical uh, must be defeated. So... Marco was saying he's he sort of fessed up to this uh, intense fear he's always had and this insecurity about um, going into marketplaces where he cannot dominate, you know. And um, and he said, you know, the very moment, you know, anyone else came in there and started doing interesting stuff, he kind of lost interest. Um, and so going into podcasting for him, is it's going into a very crowded market. And he specifically had all of the apps up on screen and was saying, you know, that you know, he was singing the virtues of things like Instacast and Pocket Cast. And uh, he was sort of saying, you know, I think my app can succeed for a subset of the market of people that want to buy podcast, app, podcast apps. And it's the same with Max Temkin. He, th- he thinks that, you know, he can be a part of an ecosystem of people making board games and interesting things for humans to play. Yeah, he created Cards Against Humanity. Right. And so for me... Um, as, I, as you know, I haven't launched my company yet, but when, when, when I do launch Need, and we have a lot more coming, a lot of news about that coming in the next two weeks or so, um, 
when we do launch, one of the things that's been nagging at me is that I'm going into the world of sort of lifestyle and fashion and publications and all this sort of stuff. And, um, you know, the, the, the worst feeling you can get as someone that's a maker or a founder or someone building something is when you go into conversation and people uh, reduce what you're building to your nearest competitor. They say, you know, oh, so you're building sort of like another version of this. And it's, and it's so reductive and it's, and all it does is it, it really sort of instantiates this feeling of uh, insecurity about what you're building and the fact that you're going into a crowded marketplace and can you differentiate and what identity or is your idea even valid in the first place? And being around XOXO and you see these people from, you know, Cable Sasser, you know, basically tearing up on stage talking about, you know, how frightened he was going into a lot of what he does and what deep depression he got into ahead of Coda 2's release and all this sort of stuff. It was just very ratifying for me to hear that that's not the case, that if, if you can attract a good group of users and, you can, and even if you are in a crowded marketplace, you can still contribute something and you can still build something, you can still grow into something. And it was just so, for me personally, that was the biggest takeaway. And I was looking through, I, I had an Evernote open through a few of the speeches and um, through like Max, Marco, a few other ones, I had that. Um, that that's the common theme through all my notes subconsciously, I suppose, is that every time they start talking about it not being a zero-sum game um, or dispelling the notion of zero-sum anything, um, I was just taking rapid notes of the whole thing. And so, it, yeah, so that was zero-sum game because I mean I feel like I kind of understand this, but I just want to confirm it with you. Right. Zero-sum game is the idea that for one to succeed everybody else needs to fail, right? right. Yeah. Okay. Because I just so wanted to confirm my understanding of that as, yeah. as well to also for, for the listeners in case, you know, anybody doesn't know what that term means. Right. No, so that it's the idea that, yeah, that if I'm going to go succeed in the lifestyle space, that I have to kill off, you know, guilt and Frank and Oak and Trunk Club and whoever else. But the reality of the situation is that I'm going into that space, but I have, uh, but and a lot of the inspiration for my company comes from people like that that have done something innovative, and um, I feel we offer a lot more than that. And obviously, we'll be talking a lot about that because we haven't really said what we do yet. Um, but it, it's this. I, people would. I, I just. I guess I want to stress that I have this intense and very, very real appreciation for what these people who are perceived as my com- competition do. And it's it for me. It's not about outperforming them or uh, making them look bad or you know smearing them when I come out and using them as uh, a foothold to go even higher. It's more about contributing to a bigger conversation um, around the whole industry and trying to bring something new to the table and doing it in a way that although we we won't be doing it together invariably, uh, that would be idealistic. Um, at least we can have you know a very real sense of mutual respect and uh, appreciation. So that's that's the big thing I took away. Look at that some real sensible stuff from XOXO. Oh, God, so sensible. I mean, because the the whole perception of XOXO from the outside is that it's this invitational artisanal thing in a town with vegan strip clubs, and um, which is a thing. And um, they exist. We didn't go to them. We actually found out about them, unfortunately, too late. Yeah, the mayor of Newark um, has been caught, for anyone that doesn't know, uh, sending tweets, a lot of tweets, and direct <laughs> messages to strippers on, um, on Twitter. And so uh, it all came out the other day, and it turned out. And his only comment about the whole thing is, you know, I send a lot of messages to a lot of people. I don't really know what you're talking about. There's nothing insidious here. I didn't say anything, like, sexual or weird or anything. I just replied to tweets and replied to some DMs and followed people that were really uh, sending me a lot of messages and stuff. Um, and uh, I think the biggest takeaway from this whole thing is the fact that there's a vegan strip club in Portland. And it was just so nonchalant and just such an amazing response for such a serious matter. Um but yeah, we missed it. And there's, uh, a, there's a video, right? Is there? There's not of that that people need to see. Which one? It's a Vine video. Well, there's multiple. The one of me and you. I'm going to put it in the show notes for people. 
So we stayed with uh, the amazing uh, gentleman, Chase Reeves. Um, well, more accurately, he stayed with us. More specifically, he stayed with Mike. Yeah, he did, yeah. He was, they showed a bed. Mm-hmm. Um, it did. was hot. It was nice. And uh, <laughs> warm. And uh, Chase, we were walking back from the conference one day, and he started... Uh, as you do, he started singing like an '80s style rock ballad, and just making um, it up as he went along. He just, yeah, just making it up. And I guess the whole trite thing about XOXO is that it's about taking the future into your own hands. And um, which I'll never be able to say that sentence ever again. <laughs> and, uh, so we created some Vine videos. There are three in total. One has me in it. One has uh, Dan Provost in it, which is my favorite one, actually. Yeah, it's And amazing. then one is me and you. And I'll, I'll put all of those into the show notes. Well, no, there's also Tom Gerhardt's one. Did you see that? Oh, yes, yes. He did it because he was at the airport and we hadn't had time to make one with him. So he did one of him like crying, <laughs> listening to Chase sing. You take the future into your own hands. So it's the, it was our unofficial EXO, EXO uh, theme song. Yeah, so it's going to be 24 seconds of greatness for your day, so be excited. They will all be in the show notes for you. Um, so that was a very serious note to start on. What does that mean? That was the best I could do for unseriousness. <laughs> I feel like we just tripped and fell into Sesame Street. Exactly. Mm. Um, iPhones. Oh, yeah. Did you get yours? Let me tell you about it after the break. Okay. Oh, look at that. Oh, my God. So this episode is, of course, brought to you by the fine folks over at Squarespace. Do you know why? Because they're awesome. That's why. I don't think I need to say any more than that. I'm going to because they paid for it. I don't think you need to. Squarespace are awesome. You should be using Squarespace. Squarespace makes you more awesome because you will have more time to work on the awesome stuff you put on your website. You don't have to worry so much about all the hard work that goes into putting a site online. You don't have to build something from scratch because Squarespace gives you all of the tools that you need in an all-in-one platform that makes it super fast, super easy, and super fun to create your own site online. And they're going to give you a free trial so you can go and try it out with no obligation. And on top of that, you're going to get 20% off if you sign up during September with the offer code tallyho9 at squarespace.com. Squarespace, they do awesome stuff. They, they're always adding new features to their platform. They're keeping it up to date. They're making sure that all your social stuff can be added in really easy. You want to add Twitter. You want to add Instagram. You want to add all that content onto your page. You can just drag and drop it on really, really easily. Configure it so it's just really easy and simple to configure all this stuff. They have, have over 20 highly customizable templates that you can choose from. You've got loads of style options that you can tweak to craft your own unique space on the internet if you want to create a, maybe you've got a friend or maybe you have a restaurant or well, they have some really cool templates for that if you're an online business not only can you sell stuff on squarespace they have awesome templates for that stuff too they have 24 hours seven day a week support with plans starting at just eight dollars a month that also include a free domain name you're definitely looking at the right place if you use squarespace Every design also features responsive web design. You have a unique mobile experience that's going to look fantastic no matter what device people are searching and surfing to your site from. And I talk about searching. They have all SEO and all that sort of stuff built in. So you don't have to worry about any of that. Look, literally, if you want a website and you don't want any worries, like me, I don't want any worries. I just want a great place to put a site. Squarespace have what you need. Go and support the show and support them. By going to squarespace.com, sign up for your free trial, no credit card needed, start building your website today, and use the offer code tallyho 9 at checkout. It's going to get you 20% off during September. Thank you to Squarespace for their support of Bionic and all of 5x5. They give you everything that you need to create an exceptional website. Thank you, Squarespace. Thank you, Squarespace. That was hyped up, right? I'm very good. I'm, I'm, I'm on power or something. I don't know what I'm saying, but I'm all fired on up. On power. I am on power. Nobody can stop me now. Okay. Ah! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm exhausted right now. Woo! I'm still tired from XOXO. I had a late night last night. Um, because of XOXO? <laughs> no. Uh, I had to uh, visit with uh, the team behind Uber in Dallas. Look at me! It was their first birthday. I'm a VC! Mm-hmm. Woohoo! That's what they do say. 
VCs. They celebrate it at virtually all times. Um, so you got a new phone. How did you get it? Did you get it? Do you have it? Do you have it in your hands right now? Are you holding it? Are you caressing it? Is it glass? Is it soft? How does it feel? Are you touching it? Are you touch IDing it? How is it? You alright? Yeah. Sure? I just had a lot of questions. <laughs> you did, didn't you? You yeah. really did. Mm. Uh, Some of them were a little random. Is it soft? <laughs> I'm, um, I'm just ignoring all of the questions. You have one too, right? Oh, yeah. It's right here and I am touching it. Good. I've, I've now got my hand across the top of mine. Oh, so do I. Oh, my God. It's all we're together. It's like when people in prison put their hand up to a glass window and um, like the Perspex thing and the person on the other side does the same thing. Um, you're the one in prison uh, because you live on Knife Island. And um, yeah. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm having a moment. Why don't you tell me what you think? Because I've spoken about it on a couple of shows already. I've talked about it on no shows. There have been no shows that I've spoken about this on. So speak about it on this one. Oh, God, I'm going to. It's going to be exceptional, Mike. Um, I like it a lot. I mean, it it feels... um, I've got got it sitting right here, right next to my old iPhone, uh, the iPhone 5. I got the slate gray one and i was really concerned that i would hate it but i actually really like it i think it looks very posh i'm kind of jealous because i saw a slate slate gray xoxo hashtag and uh xoxo fest is the hashtag get hashtag it right, xoxo fest and it kind of made me want the slate gray one it, it got, looks so nice stupid white one uh so emily got the gold one. Oh, champagne and oh. it actually looks pretty awesome in person yeah 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 Um, no i like it a lot um i'm not very good at touch id yet Um, (laughs) how could you not be very good at it um it keeps not recognizing my finger or i'm not holding it for long enough or um that's weird i try or i look at it and i naturally swipe to unlock and i just get to the keypad page and then i have to remember to go back and put my finger on the thing i've been doing that a bit um i'm only having trouble if i like use the side of my finger which sometimes i use the side of my finger if i'm just unlocking it while it's on my desk so that obviously doesn't work i've literally been trying to um i love it though i love i i love touch id i think it's awesome I uh, see. I the the big thing for me, and I haven't even been able to do it yet, is when you buy something from iTunes and you can use your uh, Touch ID rather than putting in the password. I've only I haven't done had that the, once. It keeps asking me for the password. I haven't. Yeah, it does, and it'll say it has this weird dialogue where it's like to enter your password so that you can use Touch ID, and it's like what? No. <laughs> yeah, because um, apparently it will do that every now and again, and like if you turn your phone off and turn your phone on again, you have to use the passcode. You can't use Touch ID. Right. So I don't really know what the like what what that is. I don't know why that you have to do that, but that's what you have to do. Um, but overall, I mean, I'm happy. Um, I've you, the burst mode's cool. Slow mo video is cool. I need more. I haven't taken any photos yet. I've just me. only done those things to play with them. Um, mm, what else is there? I'm like I'm ignoring that. Um, iOS seven kind of feels more responsive to me. I've actually been having issues with it being very unresponsive. In what way? Um, so with all the parallax stuff, there seems to be moments where the OS is behind the phone. It's so like, doing this weird thing. Um, I have the, well, I don't know if you have this. I'll say mine, and you can say yours. Um, <laughs> like we're in like AA or something. And uh, um, I'll show you mine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We already did that last week. Exactly. So, so. um, <laughs> God damn it. Um, <laughs> When you go into the multitasking thing, um, when you double tap the home button, oh, actually, I have two points. The home button, I hate it. It feels weird, right? I hate it. It has a stupid noise, and I feel like I'm going to break it. It's because um, you know, it, you know what it is. It just feels mechanical now because there's stuff there, and I, I'm sure that after in time, it will feel fine. Blah 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 blah, and I can rhyme. Um, but. I think the the problem is is it just it feels different and we've had them for like six years and they felt the same, but now the home button feels different. I think that's I feel, the problem. I feel like I feel like this the the home button on my iPhone five. I felt like that was something that was very. It wasn't going to change. It was like it was like a very strong piece of metal 
and you know as much as I poke it and stuff, it's not going to change. Uh, this one I feel is a bit more like uh, a small puppy that I decide to take on a two-year-long run, and I know that it's going to do well for like a small portion of that, but eventually it's just going to get knackered and just be dragging it around, and it's not going to work that well, um, and it might die. So that's my feeling about the home bun. As described by dying puppies. God, <laughs> you all right? I'm having such a weird day. Um, yeah, so I, I, so I don't, I don't like the button that much. Sometimes it has a feeling. It, it feels, uh, for lack of a better explanation, it feels like a very. It feels good. It feels much more like the old sort of uh, dynamic, where it's just sort of like, it does a very light click, and it's very satisfying. But other times, and it must be this, you know, metal ring. It makes a very sort of metallic clicking sound. Yeah. And that is what bothers me because it sounds like something I can break. Um, so that is my only concern. Um, also, I did get a chance to look at... Oh, so I, need, so my, I have three points. The first of which is the puppy button. Um, second point, I did see the white one, the silver one, um, and the gold one in the shop uh, along with the five oh, uh, C's. Being all British. A what? Shop. Yeah. Apple shop. (laughs) Um, I'm here today to talk about Apple shops. Um, uh, That's Tim Cook walking out the next one, except he sounds much weirder than Uh, I'm here to talk about Apple shops. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Hi there. My name's Tim Cook. Let me tell you all about some Apple shops. But there's much more sort of deep, rapey breathing. It's sort of. Oh, no. Don't say things like that. It's just, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, everything he says has to sound mm-hmm. like he's at like an open mic night. Sure. Poetry in Portland outside a vegan strip club. All right. You feeling good over there, buddy? I'm OK. You're and right? um, anyway, sure. You're uh, okay over there? So the, 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 the mess little ring around the around the puppy button is um, <laughs> it, it, it looks really gray on the on the white face phones. Yeah, it does, actually. Because it, it, it's like offset against the color. So it's like the color of the back. So it's silver or it's gold. On the black one, it's just kind of, it, it, it's not that noticeable that it's there. Yeah, I like, that's actually my favorite feature of, of the way that the phone looks is the, is the uh, metal ring around the puppy button. Right. So I would never normally buy um, a white iPhone. I, I had a white iPad once and it was just one year of me hating myself. Oh, I mean, come and, on. Oh. Like, I, I, I would literally be on a plane and stuff and I'd be like, God, I wish I could use my iPad, but I don't want to get it out because it's white. Um, which it's is a lot about, like my It's not about race. Human. It's, not, <laughs> it's not about race. Yeah, it's not about don't race. Don't make it about race because it's not about that. Right, it's not. Um, Never is. So, yeah, I'm insecure about whiteness. And um, Sure, sure. Yeah, it's not about race. And, yeah. um... <laughs> And uh, but I, I, when I saw it in the shop, I was actually super impressed by the way it looked. I, um, specifically, the silver one. Um, I, and I also had a look at the five Cs, and as I suspected, my favorite color by far was the white one. But I like the fact. Oh, that really? it has the, I, I like the fact that it still has the black face there, and then it's got the white polycarbonate back. How great do they look, though? They look so good. I wish, um, I mean, and, it's, and I said this, it might just be because it, it's the new thing, but I kind of wish that I could have that body with this phone. With like, mm. It's not about race or physical insecurity. It's not about um, anything, really. It's not about, yeah. It's like, not about anything. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, that was a lot of digressions. Uh, anyway, so what I'm saying is puppy button, weird. Um, white one looks pretty good. Not about race. Uh, third point, with the OS being a little bit laggy on the new ones, um, my problem is when I double tap uh, puppy um, and you get the multitasking thing um, with all the parallaxing, um, it, uh, all the icons start moving around. And they have to like readjust. There's yeah, like a that, moment where it sort of flickers. Everyone's and get getting bigger. that. That this is a a bug. Well, they just released um, iOS seven point zero point two. Like, hasn't fixed it. We, has it not? No. Um, some people say it has, but there are people that are saying that it hasn't. So I will take the people that are saying it hasn't more because it doesn't. It's not consistent. But there seems to be a problem 
on the new phones in parallax where if the phone is at a slight angle that it wasn't like when you previously were at the home screen it jumps right yeah that's it i've only seen it a few times some people are seeing it more it's a, it's a definite bug but the 7.0.2 fixed the greek keyboard and, and also the circumvention of the apparently lock. there's some bug that i'm not at all aware of but apparently there's a bug and it was if you open the camera from the thing and you decide to delete the photo or something that you yeah, took then you just get complete access to the phone this happens every time why don't they just test this yeah. every time there is a major the ios release the camera is the path like do you remember you like open it you tap like 25 times in the right hand corner and six times in the middle and then if you press this button i mean I, it's it, tim sitting in his office going like god damn it who God damn is it. the camera guy? Yeah, God damn it, guys. Um, he doesn't sound anything, anything like, like this. By the way. <laughs> uh, but in my head, he does. It's, it's, it's another insecurity thing. It's not about race. but um, It's not about race or physical not, location. You know what excites me? There's two things that excite me, and I, that came out in a very weird voice. Like, you know what excites me? Um, Tim Cook. <laughs> Tim Cook. No, uh, Tim Cook doesn't excite me. Well, he does a little bit. Um, Not as much as Reed Hastings. Oh, God. Um, or Jeff Bezos, who's been in so much of the news this week. Um, said that in a weird voice, too. Um, Matron. Uh, I see this phone right now. It's uh, in terms of pace using it and everything, it seems very comparable to the iPhone 5, right? But we know that it's like 50% faster, capable of that at the very least. Yeah. Um, I think it was very genius of them to have these very slow animations between uh, closing apps and everything because it will remove, it, it will create the illusion that all the phones are working at exactly the same pace regardless of what uh, generation you're on. Smart. One thing that I am expecting though is that um, Touch ID recognition will get a lot faster, which um, I think ought to happen because at the moment it's quick. It's quicker than you'd expect it to be, but I feel like it could be much quicker. And um, I feel like that's something that they can do in software. And uh, the second point is that I'm desperately excited for the Nike Move app, uh, which is the one they demoed on stage. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the core... This is what I was thinking. Like One of the main reasons that I decided to buy the phone now was because the A7 and the M7, Right. as time goes on over the next year, they will come into their own. And then it will feel like, you know, okay, well, this was a worthy upgrade just because of the cool stuff that I'm going to be able to get my hands on. Because right now... Because I don't think that the M7... It doesn't feel like an upgrade. Um, I mean, it, the, Touch ID has kind of been enough for me. Like, for an S upgrade, I think that that might be the, the biggest feature because usually but, it's just software. Well, see, the big thing for me is... Um the camera, but I haven't had a chance to really experiment with that I yet. Took so a I took a picture had yesterday. Given... Like, I just took a test picture yesterday, and it looked noticeably better. Did it? Like it was in a well-lit room, but it, there was just a lot more detail when I zoomed in. Oh, yeah. Um, and also, I took some slow-motion video to, to show it off, and uh, I was really impressed by that. I sort of, like, turned the tap on and just did slow-mo video of the water running. And mm. it was really cool. I, uh... Yeah, I haven't experimented enough with all that. Yeah, I, I mean, I've been crazy busy this and week. The burst so. mode stuff is awesome. Um, yeah, I see. I really want to experiment with that. My, see, my phone got in, and this is a first, and this kind of summarizes what my life is like right now. Um, oh, so busy at parties. Oh, God, so busy, guys. So many need, parties, you know. I'm just covered in books about GTD. Um, it's incredible how fast it takes photos. I just did it then. Like, it's insane. The burst mode is just insane. Um, but yeah, what I was trying to say was before you interrupted about the bursting things, um, is that I got the phone and then I didn't even switch it on for like 24 hours. Um, that was the end of my story. It wasn't that great. Mike? I I had to mute. Mike? I had, I had to mute a second. So there was somebody trying... What? To, uh, there was somebody trying to invade the show, so I had to, I had to mute my microphone. But that's all fixed now. Are you still there? Why did you mute your microphone? Somebody was 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 talking to me. What? Oh. Well, I don't know if we're recording right now, but yeah. the sound is kind of gone. Your sound's gone. I can hear you now. Well, you... For a while there, I was just kind of monologuing about buying my phone. I'm happy with that. Okay. Um, but you're happy with it. You like it. Yeah. 
I do. I'm I'm now very, 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 very interested to see what happens with the Nexus Five. Um, yeah, I'd kind of forgotten about that. Returning to the roots of this show, you know, I mean, um, benchmarks and things have started to leak out about the Nexus 5's performance. And um, I'm increasingly seeing people that are very dissatisfied with both iOS 7 and the most recent phone updates. Or I've even seen, the most interesting one I saw is a, a woman from Dallas who's not a tech person at all, um, friends on Facebook, and she said, iOS 7 looks great, I still want a Samsung Galaxy. And I've been seeing a lot of that sort of sentiment from people. And um, I think the Galaxy brand is actually becoming a thing, which I didn't expect because it's such a terrible brand. Um, and um, I think the Nexus 5 will be very interesting. It, obviously, it won't be for the average consumer, but like I, I'm just very interested to see what comes out of Google over the next 12 months now. Because I feel like you know, Apple is now ostensibly frozen in time for its phones. Uh, iPads will change next month. And uh, we'll probably get a few other new things along the way, but for now we're frozen on phones. And um, now it's a, it's a big opportunity. If, if Google is able to do something very quickly here and very good within like a month or two, as, as, we, as they presumably will, um, I'd be very interested. I, I'm, super, I'm following it very closely. So what I want to do... I'll take a quick break, and okay. then, actually, before we do that, um, I don't really know if I've got much to say, but BlackBerry's dying, right? Like, BlackBerry's just dead now. Oh, yeah. it's Yeah, so I I have this thing, uh, and I wouldn't believe at this point, but um, my parents uh, both have BlackBerry's, and they've been kind of clinging to them, you know? Um, and they they everyone in England doesn't believe me that BlackBerry as a company is dying because in England it's still one of the bastions where BlackBerry is relatively relevant. Um, and uh, so when the news came out that they were being acquired and then that like, T-Mobile in America is not going to stock BlackBerry phones anymore um, and that basically they're going to refocus on enterprise, I just sent it to everyone with such a sort of like told-you-so arrogant attitude um, but yeah, I don't know. It's a shame. A lot of people lose jobs. It's an, it's a huge mess. They're they're being bought at the equivalent of nine dollars a share. They're probably worth a lot more than that. Um, but you know, they don't really have any leverage anymore. So, bye bye BlackBerry. Unfortunately, I, I think that it wasn't a surprise. Uh, no, not at all. So let's talk about a new sponsor for the show. Yes. Hostgator. Hi, Hostgator. Thank you for sponsoring the show. HostGator.com is a premier web hosting provider. If you're looking to start a website, HostGator can help you get started with monthly hosting plans, one-click installs, and tons of other features that make getting your site up and running easy. If you're a more advanced user or a business user, HostGator can take care of you with reseller plans so you can sell that on to your own clients. So you can use them to resell hosting of your own onto clients, which is kind of awesome. They can also set you up a VPS and dedicated servers. HostGator guarantees 99.9% uptime no matter your size or needs. And when you host with HostGator, you get unlimited disk space and bandwidth too. If you're a user of WordPress, you're going to love their one-click installs and optimized hosting platform. They have free site builder tools that are super easy to use, but if you find yourself needing any help, they have 24-7 support to ensure everything is running smoothly. So head on over to HostGator.com to learn more, and when you decide to purchase, don't forget to use the coupon code BIONIC9, and you're going to get 30% off everything at HostGator.com. So thank you to HostGator for sponsoring an interesting um, interesting one. Like I like having Squarespace and HostGator, right? Because they do two very different things for very different people. And if you're the type of person and you've got a WordPress site and you need somewhere to host it or you want to save some money or you want someone that's really reliable, HostGator are going to be able to hook you up and you're going to get 30% off if you use Bionic 9. So thanks so much to HostGator. If you enjoy the show, go check what go check out what they're doing. It'll help support us um, at Bionic and all the 5 by 5 too. So thank you to those guys for sponsoring. Thanks, HostGator. So, quite a surprise. I think it was yesterday. Um, new Kindles. New Kindle Fires. Yeah, yeah, Amazon's kind of done that this year, haven't they? They're like, surprise, no event. Yeah. But they can kind of do that because they get to 
Plasta News across probably one of the most visited websites on the planet. Surprise! Surprise! What website? Kind of like oh, the, the Amazon website. No they one wanted. They what? get to put it on the Amazon website. Yeah, and you do the little letter from Bezos. Hi, I'm Jeff. Here's a. Is that what he sounds like? That's what he sounds like to me. I feel like he has the Tim Cook voice too. They don't all have it. Well, a lot of them do. Hi, hi, I'm Jeff. I'm Jeff Bezos. How are, how are you? Everything I say sounds like it has so much gravity, even when I'm talking about absolutely nothing at all. I'm going to include some links to some uh, some Verge stories. They had some good stories about this stuff. And uh, um, Yeah, J- Josh Topolsky actually had um, an article. A one-on-one with the Bezos. Yeah, called Jeff Bezos Wants to Delight You. And... Um, one of our one of our listeners um, sent it. He so he tweeted both me and Josh and said, um, "Looks like you two have like a very similar like thing for Jeff Bezos and a link to that article." Um, because now my whole thing about um, my top six CEOs or whatever is out like, in public and like, like that little to- card. You know, the laminated card of your six people that you can sleep no, with it's, in a it's relationship. Like, it's like MySpace. It's the MySpace top six friends list put in order on my um, on my social media homepage, <laughs> which is the thing, in case anyone asks. Okay. It's on my about.me. Right. That's good. It's on my, it's on my flavors.us. Flavors, flavor. Is it flavors.us? Oh, maybe. Wait. Yeah, it's something like that, right? I have no idea. Yeah. It's on my uh, Volcanoes. Vol- it's on my Volcanoes profile. Volcano. You don't even know the name yeah. of your own startup. Um, so, there's some cool... Like, you know, they're, they're lighter, they're more powerful. They have these crazy new covers, which are like stands... Yeah, it's all like fractal art. Kind of like origami. But the thing that I want to talk about, Matthew, because you haven't heard about this, you're aware of it, but you don't really know much about it, is Mayday. Yes, tell me all about it. Because I think Amazon have done something. They've really beaten everyone um, to the punch with Mayday. So Mayday is available by like swiping down and they've got some cool videos on like the Verge links and stuff that I've sent. God, you love videos. I do. Well, it's good because you kind of really need to see this white video to understand exactly what it does. And there's also a live demo, like as well as like the promo video, there's like a live demo of Joshua Topolsky using it. So you scroll down from the top and you press the Mayday button. What that does is it calls tech support. Right? Okay. Then, so this, this Well, it's like an instant message with them, right? No. Oh, really? It's a video call. What? So what happens is a little window want, pops up. I don't up. want Amazon Tech Support to see me on a the li- sofa. A little window pops up. I'm not sure if they see you. I don't think they see you. You see them. Yeah, that would be weird. So you see a tiny, a tiny little window pops up that you can move around, like with FaceTime. You know, when you can use your picture, around, move your picture around. So it's kind of like that. So you can move them around the screen if you need to. They can see your screen. That's upsetting too. I'm just like, I'm just sitting here, it's 2am, I'm really drunk, and all I want to do is watch Finding Nemo, and I can't do it. Yeah, but if you need, well then that's the perfect thing, you don't need you to do that. And you're like half naked, Please and just let me explain this to you. Okay. So, <laughs> they pop their screen, their, their little face pops up, they're wearing their little headset, and they're talking to you. They can see your screen. So you can t- so they can see what you're looking at, which is awesome. Mm. And let's say that you need to go to you need you need help with a setting of some description, like screen brightness or whatever. You want to turn on auto screen brightness, but you don't know how to do it. So what they can do is they can obviously talk it through with you. They can use like a highlighter to draw around things on your screen. So they okay. can draw a circle around the button that you have to press. So you can tap right. it yourself, or they can just take control of the device and tap it all for you. Mm. How I like awesome. when people tap things for me. How um, awesome is that as tech support? Yeah, it's very interesting. The only problem I can see with it is that Kindles are really being marketed a lot towards kids, Kindle Fires. And um, I'm I feel sure like you kids, can turn, Yeah, I'm sure you can turn it off. Yeah, because otherwise you're just going to have a bunch of kids. Yeah, I'm sure you can turn it off in parental controls. Yeah. I don't know if they're being marketed towards kids, mate. I think they're being marketed towards people that use Amazon. I don't, right. 
I think you know they're, they're basically this feature is perfect for that for the market that they try and sell these people to. That's is, true. That's I use true. Amazon. I don't really know a lot about technology, but I use Amazon. You know that sort of stuff. I think this is perfect. And in all honesty, I feel like this is something that every company that makes these sort of devices should have because the way that they do this, I think, is just genius. That that so like they could provide a better response than my mum calling me on the phone and me trying to help her out. This is going to save so many uh, people that have parents yep. and they're kind of techy and they have to explain everything to their parents. And if, you, if for example, you're typing in a password or whatever, you press a button on the screen and then they can't see your screen anymore. Okay. You know, so they thought of that too. It's, I think it's really awesome. And that's kind of... Really, that's the only kind of thing to talk about. I mean, I they're that's... one of the only companies that has the infrastructure, infrastructure, pre-existing infrastructure to support that. You know. Yeah, the problem, the probably the reason why somebody else hasn't done it is because they don't have a huge army of support staff. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's Evernote, like, it's, like a, very, it's a very formal version of uh, Snapchat. No, of chat really. That's uh, What about Evernote? They're doing some insane stuff today. Well, it's so, their conference, right? They they got their conference at the moment. They've been announcing a bunch of stuff. Like what? So, they've got they've just launched something called the Evernote Market. Okay. Now the Evernote Market will be selling things. So some of the stuff in the Evernote Market that they're going to have soon, um, they're bringing bits out. Um, a new Evernote Edition Scan Snap, Evernote Jot Script Stylus by uh, Adronit. Five new styles of the Evernote Moleskine notebook. Um, bags. Lifestyle goods. And it's launching in US, Canada, and Japan today. God, God damn it, it's another competitor. It's uh -huh. a zero-sum game, guys. <laughs> zero-sum. Um, I'm going to trample all over Evernote. When they're I come they're launching words. loads of cool stuff. Like... Um, and they've also got... I like their post-it note thing that came out today. Yeah, post-it notes are going to be in there. They've got uh, Skitch vers version three. It's going to be. What does it like? It's fix it's, everything they broke. It's the iOS course, seven. It's an iOS seven app, and it actually, I I've taken a look at it. It looks really cool. Mm, it, th that's it, what she said. I don't even know what that means. In that, I don't get that. But so they have Evernote Post-it notes, and now the Evernote app has been updated to integrate with scanning Post-it notes. They're really on it today. Oh, yeah. And our buddy, Mr. Brett Kelly. B. Kells. B. Kells in the house, yo! Um, he has... Uh, <laughs> he's got a new version of his book out to coincide today. with all of this. Yep, it's come out today, and it's now yeah. on the iBook store. Like lightning struck the tip of... Um, Brett. Things I'm not going to say on my... Yeah, struck the tip of my Brett. Um, that works. So could go fine. check that out, too. Uh, yeah, that is actually a really awesome resource, um, Brett's book. And it's now on iBook. Is it? Yeah, that's what I said. He, he is now, at version 4 is now in the iBook store. <sighs> Look at him go. I'm happy. Because I've been I'm, bugging I'm him about for that for too. a long time. So, yeah. That's it. I think I think we can wrap up now. Mm. Mm. So... Mm. I hope that, you know, that this episode has been everything you wanted it to be. I know that you didn't get the live and in-person one, but I think this is as good as, you know. To be, to be honest, I think if we had done one in person, it would have been a disaster. Mm -hmm. And as you, as you said, I mean, you know, there's a lot of alcohol at conferences and there's a lot of um, things like that that happen. So we wouldn't have been in good form, probably. Um yeah, I'm not even in the best form right now, and I'm at home, quiet, like a mouse, just here with my mic. Do you mean me? <laughs> I heard it as soon as I said it. I'm your um, mic. You are my mic. I'm your only mic. <laughs> Can just end it. End it. End it. I'm good. Yeah. So I'm going back to. I'm going to go take like a hot. I was just about to press the stop button and he said something else. Oh, I was just, I mean, what's inside like a volcano that you could like be next to to like relax, like a steam pit? Oh, there's heat everywhere in a volcano. 
Well, not with the correct application of technology. But I mean, you, you know, heat is available well, to you at all times. I tell you what, if we can survive in the warm mouth of a motel room we stayed in in Portland, we can survive inside any sort of volcano. Um, speaking of volcanoes, there's actually quite a few around Portland, so it could be an ideal location for us. And if we ever got really frustrated with uh, all the proliferation of fixies and um, random people dressed as superheroes walking down the street, um, we could just like cause a volcanic eruption and just wipe off uh, Portland. Just deal with the situation. Do what needs to be done. It's a bit like how North Korea want to bomb Austin. Um, sure. You just got to do uh, what needs to be done. So if you want to catch up with us online, there's a few ways you can do that. I am iMike at iMike, I-M-Y-K-E. Matthew is at Matt Alexand, M-A-T-T-A-L-E-X-A-N-D. D. D. D, 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 D. Matt's got the D. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back next time on Bionic. We love you. So goodbye, Matthew. Goodbye, Matthew. Are we still going? Yeah. Right now? Mm-hmm. We're still recording? Mm-hmm. What do I do? I don't know. Wait, are we still going? Seriously? Yeah. Okay. Um, tech news, uh, boats, uh, jacuzzis, mm-hmm. uh, lava, mm-hmm. uh, mic. Hi. Hi. What are we doing? I don't know. I don't have anything to say. I'm waiting for something amazing to happen. <laughs> I've been playing with the uh, earpods packet this whole time. Right. And I've discovered that where the, uh, the headphone portion of the earpods, yeah. well, obviously they're predominantly headphones, but like where the earpieces go, mm-hmm. um, is the perfect shape for thumbs. Right. So, okay. So I've got my thumbs inside the earpod package and it's like really comfortable. Yeah. Okay, okay. You know when well, you know when you just have that surprising moment when you realize that like something just really fits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Like like if you grab like a handle on a bus and you suddenly realize like oh well they actually did design this for hands. Sure. Um, it's kind of like that, but for thumbs inside a headphone package. Are we seriously still going? We are seriously still going, yes. Seriously. <laughs> um, uh, um, th- things? If we're still going, you should say some things. Bye! You're the, one, you're the one that has the control of this entire situation because you have the button. All I can do is just hang up on you. Bye-bye. What?